0: Amen. One more time before we go to the word, I want you just to lift your hands. Hallelujah. Heavenly Father, I thank you for this opportunity to study your word, to hear from you. Lord, I thank you for speaking to us. We open up our hearts to hear from you. We open up. Lord, let, speak to us today and let us hear from heaven. In Jesus' name, and everybody said, amen. amen. I started last week on The Promise. That's what I called the, the message, The Promise. And uh, I want to kind of continue there. Uh, we can title this The Promise Part 2. And uh, I want to just read to you why I'm calling it that, because uh, in, in several places we see the Holy Spirit referred to as The Promise. And I want to just talk to you really quick about that. Um, let me get down to where it is, because this is in my notes from last week. How many of y'all enjoyed last week? All right, four people, amen. I guess I need to preach a little bit better. How many of y'all enjoyed last week? Luke chapter 24, verse 49 said this, Behold, I send the promise. Everybody say "The the promise. I'll send the promise of my Father upon you, but tarry in the city of Jerusalem until you are endued with power from on high. Who said this? Jesus. Everybody say, Jesus said it. Notice he called the Holy Spirit the promise, which is not just a definition, but also a prophetic utterance that he's he's promised to you and he's coming. If you read your Bible and look at it, you'll notice that it's capitalized, it's a capital P, because the Holy Spirit is a person. Not many people will teach that or unpack that. I may really unpack it later, but I want to just briefly remind you, if you didn't know, tell you that the Holy Spirit is a person. Several times Jesus referred to him as he. He. He will come. He will help you. He will guide you. And so that's kind of what I want to talk about today is how he'll guide you. But before we do, to tie into uh, what we're doing with our baptisms, will you just turn with me to Luke chapter 3? You can also find this story in uh, Matthew chapter 3, but we're going to look in Luke. You can actually find it in, in all the Gospels. We're doing baptisms today. Did you know Jesus was baptized? Yeah, Jesus was baptized. He set the example. As a matter of fact, John, kinda, uh, John the Baptist was the one who baptized him, and he kind of bucked him. He was like, hey, you know, uh, I don't really think I need to do this. And Jesus was like, yeah, you do. And so he set him straight, and, and John said, okay, well, you know, all right, well, I'll do it. And we pick this up in Luke chapter 3, verse 21. Um, and when all the people were baptized, it came to pass that Jesus was also baptized. And while he prayed, the heaven was open. And the Holy Spirit descended in bodily form like a dove upon him. Notice it says upon him. Everybody say upon. Upon. The Holy Spirit descended from heaven, which we know is where God sends the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit came from heaven upon Jesus. And a voice came from heaven which said, you are my beloved son and you I am well pleased. Now stay in Luke but just to show you what it says in Matthew, stay there because we're going to go in Luke chapter 4. But in Matthew it says, when he had been baptized, Jesus came up immediately from the water. And behold, the heavens were open. Everybody say open. open. The heavens were open and he saw, Jesus saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove and alighting upon him. Both of these, uh, ones that I, these verses that I pulled point out to us where the Holy Spirit comes from and that he comes upon us. Now, why? Why was Jesus filled with the Holy Spirit? Look in Luke chapter 4 and verse 1. This is so powerful. Just flip over. It should be one page. Or if you have a, a smaller Bible, a mini Bible, it might be several pages. Luke chapter 4, verse 1. Then Jesus, being filled, everybody say filled being filled with the holy spirit returned from the jordan where he was baptized and was led by the spirit into the wilderness why did he go well number 1 he went to fast and to pray also during that time was when he was tempted to show us how to overcome the devil you know the holy spirit guides you he he leads you you can take that verse down for just a few minutes he leads you he'll he'll show you things to come if if you if you Look at all of the Gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. Read through, Jesus' ministry started after he was filled with the Holy Spirit. After he was baptized. I'm not saying that you can't do anything before, but it's scriptural for you to be baptized. It's scriptural for you to to do what we're going to do today. If you came today, you weren't prepared to be baptized, but you realize, you know what? I, I, I believe I'm a Christian. I believe in my heart. I've confessed with my mouth. If you haven't, I'll let you do that at the end of the service. You're like, man, I, I want to be baptized. We'll baptize you today. We brought extra towels. We'll send you home with a towel. You can keep it. We'll baptize you today. Why? You need to be baptized. Uh, um, they were traveling uh, um, with a, a, a eunuch, and, and he was in the, in the chariot, and he said, he, he realized he'd never been baptized. He realized he was saved, and he made them pull over the chariot to the side of the road, went down to a pond, and got baptized immediately. It should, it should be something we do quickly. Now, obviously, logistically, especially in our venue and things, we've had to do things a little differently. But as soon as, I mean, we, we've had an influx of people being saved, rededicating their lives, it's time to get baptized. Amen? Amen? What happened after the baptism? What we prayed for earlier, being baptized with the Holy Spirit. In several places, in, in, in Acts, I'm going to actually go through all those instances, or I plan to over the next few weeks. But in, in all of those instances, we see um, where people were saved. One, one in particular, um, uh, the disciples asked them, have you received the Holy Ghost? And they said, we don't even know. Who is this Holy Ghost you're talking to, talking about? They knew Jesus. And so he said, well, what have you been baptized? They said, baptized uh, in, in John's baptism. And then he laid hands on them. They were filled with the Holy Spirit and spoke in other tongues. Why? Why, why, why do we have the Holy Spirit? Because he's a helper because he's a guide because, because he enhances your life Jesus prepares us for heaven the Holy Spirit helps us on earth I, I don't know about you guys. Pastor J.T needs a little help. who said that? He said a whole lot, hey come on now come on I'm just kidding I'm just kidding. You need a whole lot. Okay, I need a whole lot. I was just joking with you. We all need a whole lot. We need help. We need guidance. We need direction. I'm going to tell you what happened to me. Yes, uh, a couple weeks ago, um, and hopefully you got the the information in your bulletin about the car wash. Did everybody see that? Not trying to do announcements right now, but there's a car wash this Saturday. Everybody say, this Saturday. What are we doing a car wash for? It's for the teens to raise money for summer surge. Well, I put on our agreement card for our youth group to explode, and it is. I mean, it's growing like crazy. Teenagers are coming. Teenagers, I didn't even know we had. They're just showing up. Hey, I want to come to youth. I'm like, woo, come on. And so so the youth group's growing. And and part of being a part of the youth group is going to camp, going to our youth camp in the summer. But it's $325, and and we do fundraisers to help offset those costs. One of the big fundraisers is the car wash. Well, we had it lined up last year. Brother Mike helped me. We found, uh, is it AutoZone? In in elgin and they were great. So we did a first one out here Didn't go that well made a couple hundred bucks went out there did really well Everyone that went got like a hundred and something dollars towards their balance, which is a lot I mean you're talking about a third of your balance in one fundraiser. That was a lot And so i'm like man, this is great We did another one. It was awesome. So i'm getting ready for this year I'm like, hey, we got a date picked out. I call up AutoZone. Hey I need to speak to, her, and I said the manager's name. Oh, she's no longer here. I said, okay, no problem. Can I talk to the new manager? He said, yeah, and one moment, one moment transfers me to, to him, and he was a nice guy, but he was firm. No. And I said, you don't understand. I already talked to her. I already did it, and he kind of cuts me off again. He wasn't like rude, but he was, he was firm. He said, sir, I'm sorry, but it, it's a no. You, you can't do it. That was her. Now you got me. I said, okay, I I appreciate that, sir. Do you have like a regional manager? Because I always go to the next level. Anybody like me, I'm like, all right, well, I'm done with you then. Who's next? Who's next? Who can I talk to? And so I asked for the next person. And he said, oh, I can give you his number, but he's the one telling me no, which is why I'm telling you no. He's the one that came in, changed all the hires, uh, or rehired all the management. Um, He's the new DM for the, the district. Uh, or whatever the, their name is, the manager for the for the di- for the district, uh, for this region. That's what it was, sir. It's a no. I said, well, give me his name and number. <laughs> called him, nothing, no answer. I think the guy already like texted him immediately. Don't answer any calls coming in. You know, he he never even called me back. District manager never called me back. So I'm struggling with this because I'm like, man, just, you just know, we had Easter. It was busy. then we were, re- you know kind of recouping from Easter. And I'm like, these kids need a car wash. I'm praying, Lord, help me. Well, I finally get time on Friday to just drive around. Last week, I did a little bit, went to a few places. But this week, I'm I'm driving around everywhere, everywhere I could think of. If it looks like it'd be a good car wash, I'm scoping it out, getting business cards, talking to people. I went in Waffle House. Maybe we had seen somebody do a car wash there. And so I'm driving and I'm listening to a message on being led by the Spirit. 'Cause I, I knew that'd be part of what I would talk about in this group of messages. And I thought that it would be good to listen to that. So I'm building my faith in that area and and just listening to that. And as he's teaching on it and unpacking it, I said, okay, you know what? I haven't really been led. And as soon as I just now I mean I was driving, so I didn't totally shut off my mind, but y'all know what I'm saying. I'm not trying to think of locations. I'm not trying to come up with solutions. I'm not trying to figure it out. I'm not trying, my wheels have stopped turning. God, where do you want us to go? I'm driving down Clemson Road, and I kid you not, out, and when I say God spoke to me, or God told me, because I'll say phrases like that, let me explain to you how it works. I'm, I'm not thinking, I told you that, I'm not trying to solve it. From the inside, Brewster's. Hadn't thought about Brewster's, had no, like, you know, now, now I begin thinking about it. Does that make sense? Because you are a spirit, you have a soul, which is your mind, and you you live in a body. And your three parts work together. Say they work together. This This will help you today if you'll catch this. At that moment, I'm thinking about it. The idea came from my spirit, but now my head's going, well, that won't work. I mean, that's inside the village. I don't know if they'll, they'll prove it. Um, I mean, I don't even know. It's like in a weird, kind of a weird place. I mean, what, you know, why would we go, what? I you know, it doesn't really make much sense in my head. Then I'm then I'm, I'm listening to a sermon. And then he's like, he's going on about it. I'm like, okay, yes, Lord. All right, all right, I'll go to Brewster's. And so I pull into Brewster's because we like that spot. We take the kids sometimes for ice cream. It's really great. I don't know if y'all been there, but it's, it's right at... Um, inside the village near the new Lowe's Shopping Center, or Lowe's Foods Grocery Store. And I go in and talk to the lady. She's super nice, but she's like, you know, you really got to get it approved. She told me where to go and who to talk to. And so I'm, I'm a little, you know, like, see, told you, Lord. <laughs> you know, like, I know better than him, right? And I, I, same thing, in my spirit, go now, meaning to the office. And I'm like, all right. So I drove over there, because it's just over there in the other part of the the... the the business center. I drive over there. You can't make this stuff up. Standing outside at the corner of the office are two people in a golf cart and the guy. You know how you can tell it's the guy, like he's dressed like the guy. He looks like the guy. He walked away from the golf cart like the guy and I wheeled in and said, hey, how you doing? Begin to talk to him. Begin to let him know what we're doing, why we're doing that. And he he gives me the whole spiel, and and he basically, well, at first he said yes, no problem. Then I asked where, and he said, well, because of the way the village is managed, you're going to have to go through one other thing. Well, that avenue worked out. I got all the approvals, went back to her, and she said, okay, well, you need to talk to my husband. I'm like, come on. Can somebody just say yes, you know? The Lord already told me this is it. Now I'm feeling it. Now I'm like, okay, Lord, I see. And when I drove back the other time, I'm like, okay, Lord, if we're going to do it here, How would we do it? And it began to show me, okay, this is where you bring the cars in here. You can put the signs here. Look at the traffic. And I just kind of set the stop sign, looking at all the cars coming through. Because you have to understand, when you do a car wash, you want people who are kind of like in a stopping mood. You don't want people who are going 55 miles an hour down Clemson Road to I-20. They on a mission. They're not stopping for a car wash. They're going to wave at us holding signs in the sun (laughs) and wave as they drive by. But if you're going in the village, you're going shopping, you're going to get something to eat, you're going whatever, you know? And so it's a great, great spot. And so I'm like, okay, so I get the name of the husband, call him the nicest guy, and, and the, the, um, the person at the village had told me like some, some other hoops I might have to jump to, and he was, he was basically like, um, yeah, when do you want to do it? You want to do it this weekend? You want to do it tomorrow? I'm like, I can't can't do it tomorrow because this is Friday. I was like, can we do it next Saturday? He's like, well, come by on Saturday and I want to meet you. So we went by yesterday. And as you can tell, we wouldn't have advertised it without the approval. He gave us all the approval immediately, pulled me in a side building, said, listen, yeah, let's give God some praise for it. he had already pulled out, which we have water hoses, but he had already pulled out water hoses, pulled cones and stuff for us. Y'all can use this area, which is like, I don't even know how, it's like a vacant building. Like, I don't even know how he got access to it. But he's like, you can use this spot. I'm like, cool. Here's the water hose, gave us, gave us all the information, then said, everyone who gets their car washed gets a dollar off ice cream. I'm like, praise God. So here's what I'm going to do, because I don't, I, I, I see some teenagers, I see some missing, so you might be watching online. If you come to the car wash for the teenagers, not the workers, because y'all got jobs, y'all can buy your own ice cream. But for the teenagers, I'm just kidding, y'all. Y'all are like all offended. But for the teenagers, if you come wash cars this Saturday, not only will you get money towards camp, but I'll buy you an ice cream as well. All right? So that's our car wash this Saturday. Why did I tell you that story? Because being led by the Spirit matters. I didn't, I didn't want to go into Sunday and not have a car wash. I didn't want to come in today and not have, I feel a little behind the, the eight ball. That means that kids might not be able to go to camp if they can't fundraise. Well, I don't want them to, go to to not go to camp because if they go to camp, they're going to get touched by God, touched by the Spirit. I mean I mean we saw kids come back last year, changed forever. I mean, just totally different kids. I, I, I want that. That's why we're doing youth group every Tuesday night. That's why we're doing what we're doing for them to get a touch like that, to, for the, uh, anything to help them go to camp, can you say Amen? And I hope y'all catch the vision and y'all help us with this. But I'm like, the the people can't help us. And the the teens can't show up and work if there's nobody that will let us have a car wash. And God had a place within an hour, car wash. And I can tell you story after story. That one's fresh. But I can tell you story after story after story of how God will lead you. You know, where does God lead you to? In Psalms, it tells us that he leads us besides still waters. God leads you into peace. If you want to know, how do I know whether God's leading me or not? How do I know if it's the Spirit of God or if it's just me? How do I know if it's my flesh or if it's the Spirit? How do I know if it's my, my, uh, my soul, my mind? How do I know? Well, number one, everybody say number one. Number one, it will always line up with the Word. If the Lord leads you somewhere, it will always line up with His Word. He will never contradict His Word. As a matter of fact, Jesus said, whatever I say, He says. Let me show this to you. This, this, this blew my mind. This is another thing that I saw a way I had never, I had never seen it. I'm like, I'm going to go way down in my notes here. Y'all just stay with me. John 16, verses 12 through 15. However, when he, the spirit of truth, see, he, he. Everybody say he. he. When he, the spirit of truth, capital S, Holy Spirit, when he has come, he, say it again, say he, He will guide you into all truth. The Holy Spirit is the best GPS you can have. How many of y'all need a GPS to drive around? Come on. Sometimes. I I like to have the GPS because I want it to reroute me when there's traffic. I want to get around the traffic. I want to know the fastest route to get from A to B. You know what? You know what I don't do? Here's what you're not going to do. You know what you don't do? You don't get the GPS and it's on there and it's saying, up ahead, please, you know, turn right or whatever. And it's giving you instructions. And as it gives you instructions, you start yelling at it. Oh, be quiet. I don't need you. I know where I'm going. And then what you do when you pass the turn? Rerouting. Rerouting. <laughs> be quiet. I know where I'm going. You have to reroute me. I know where I'm going. Who does that? Nobody. If you turn on the GPS, you listen to it. And if you miss your turn, you always get mad at somebody else. It's never your fault, you know? If you miss the turn, it's somebody else's fault. But you need those, the, that, that guidance. Jesus is telling us here, he will guide you into all truth. But notice what he says. For he, the Holy Spirit, will not speak on his own authority. Wow. Well, whose authority is he speaking on? But whatever he hears, he will speak. This is John chapter 16, if you guys can put it on the screens. I know I didn't give you all the verses today. It's because I had like six different notes, and I didn't know where I was going. But now I know because the Holy Spirit told me. All right, John chapter 16, verses 12 through 15. But whatever he hears, he will speak. And he will tell you, say the Spirit speaks. He will tell you things to come. I still have many things to say to you but you cannot bear them now. Now, this is what blew my mind. Notice this next part. He, the Holy Spirit, will glorify me, for he will take of what is mine and declare it to you all the things that the Father has. Notice how this works. Everything the Father has is mine. Therefore, I said that he, the Holy Spirit, will take of mine and declare it to you. Notice how it works. What is God's, God gave to Jesus. What he gave to Jesus, the Holy Spirit declares to you. You've got to tap in. You've got to to delve in to the gift, to the promise that God gave you. You've got to experience and, and desire and hope for and look for, just as I did. I mean, I was going about my own way, but then I stopped and said, "No, I want God's way." God, show me where's the car. Where can we have a car wash? And I'm going to go and say it by faith. It's going to be the best one we've ever had. We we need His guidance, and He'll guide you into all what, into all truth, because He's the Spirit of Truth. He'll guide you where the Bible uh, in in another place. Jesus describes Him. And it goes through the seven descriptions. Or actually, um, if you look, sometimes it's good to look at the Amplified version and the Amplified breaks down all seven descriptions of the Holy Spirit. He's a comforter. He'll guide you into comfort. Like, man, I just, I, I'm, I'm, I'm uncomfortable. I don't know, I, I don't know how to, how to do this. I don't know how to, whatever it is. And you're, you're going through life without the comforter. Tap in. If we didn't need him, why did he send him? You need him. Counselor. He'll counsel you. He'll give you help. He's an advocate. He'll advocate for you. Who's he advocating to? To the Father. For you. Who's he, uh, to Jesus. For you. He's, he's an intercessor. Who's he interceding? For you. He's standing in the gap. For you. All of these descriptions is what the Holy Spirit does for you. Amen? He'll guide you. So why, why, is the, why is water baptism so important? Why is water baptism so important? Well, number one, there's three. Let me, let me break this down. There's three baptisms. Number one, the Holy Spirit baptizes us in Jesus. That's salvation. That's salvation. In 1 Corinthians 12, 13, for by one spirit, we were all baptized into one body, whether Jews or Greeks, whether slaves or free, and we have all been made to drink into one spirit. This is talking about the Holy Spirit. Verse 12 says the body of Christ, and he, the Holy Spirit, baptizes us into the body of Christ. So when I say the Holy Spirit comes and lives inside of you, that's what I mean. When you get saved, there's something that happens. You, you feel a tug. You feel like, all right, I want, I want to know more about Jesus. I, I want that relationship with Jesus. That's the Holy Spirit. He's the one that introduces you to Jesus. Two, the disciple or your pastor or whoever, whoever's helping disciple you, whoever's helping lead you baptizes you in water. So number 1, Holy Spirit introduces you to Jesus or baptizes you in Jesus. Number 2, the disciple baptizes you in water. That's what we're going to do today. Matthew 28:19. Go therefore and make disciples of all the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. That's Matthew 28, 19. Water baptism is a sign, a, a public declaration of what you've, internally, the decision you've made. It's a symbol, also. It's a cutting of the flesh, and it's a burial of the old man. When you get baptized today, and again, this is open to anybody. So we're just going to form a line out there. I'm going I'm to baptize anybody who gets in the pool. Amen? Amen. Amen. All right. Uh, What's the purpose? It's a burial of the old man. The old man goes down, new man comes up. You're still, the the Bible teaches us that our flesh is at enmity or an enemy or at war with our spirit. We're representing what's happened on the inside. Your outer man, your outer man is still at war with your inner man but because you're saved now and especially with the help of baptism number three that I'm going to talk about in a second you can overpower your flesh you can overpower your flesh when you renew your mind with the word of God now you have your soul and your spirit working against your body it it, it works because that's the way God designed it when you don't apply it it doesn't work all right Number 3 Jesus baptizes us with the Holy Spirit. Matthew 3:11 I indeed baptize you with water unto repentance but he who is coming after me is mightier than I whose sandals I am not worthy to carry and he Jesus will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and fire. I'm going to go do water baptisms today. If you didn't get filled with the Holy Spirit I pray you coming out of that water, praying in tongues. And if not, go home tonight, today, whenever. Get alone by yourself without overthinking everything. God wouldn't have promised you something. I titled this The Promise because when I make a promise to my kids, I do everything I can not to break it, but I'm a man and I might break my promise. God cannot lie. And what He promised you, He'll give you. Amen? Amen. Stand up on your feet, everybody in this room. If you're in this room today or you're watching online and you need to make a decision for Jesus, you need to make Jesus your Lord and Savior, I want to tell you how to do that right now. You need to, to, number one, believe in your heart that He's Lord, that He came to this earth. That he lived as a man, that he lived a sin-free life, and he died for you on the cross. And he rose from the dead. That he's no longer dead, but he's alive. Then you have to confess that. So you have to believe it, then you have to confess it. And I want to give you a chance to do that right now. If you've if you've been you've, you've gone astray, you've gone away from Jesus, I'm gonna give you a chance to rededicate your life. If you've never made that decision, now's your moment. Today's your day. Salvation is yours today. A new life for you today. A new spirit in you today. A new trajectory today. Old things passed away. All things have become new. Amen? Every head bowed. Every eye closed. Close your eyes. Bow your heads. If that's you today, if you're one of those two types of people, on the count of three, I want you to raise your hand so I know who you are. I'm not going to embarrass you, but I'd like to get some material to you if you need it. I'd like to help you in any way you need it. I'd like to pray with you. Our team would like to be a part of what God's doing in your life. So if that's you today, we're, we're all going to pray, but I want to know who you are, and I want you to publicly declare, that's me. One, two, three. Put your hands up. Let me know, that's me. That's me. I see your hands. I see your hands. I see your hands. Several of you in this room. And I know, I'm sure there's some online. Now, here's what we're going to do. We're going to do just what I said. We're going to pray. I want you to lift up your eyes, your heads, and open your eyes and look at me. Say this prayer out loud, everybody in this room and everybody online. Say, Dear Heavenly Father, Today, I make Jesus my Lord and my Savior. I believe that Jesus Christ came to this earth as a baby he lived as a man a sinless life but died on the cross for me I believe on the third day he rose from the grave and I believe he's alive still to this day seated in heaven with you I confess Jesus Christ as my Lord and my Savior I make my life his I open my heart for him to come in. I thank you God for cleansing me and saving me and forgiving me from all my sins and all my unrighteousness. I am a new creature. I am a new person in Jesus name. Amen and amen.